This is Anime Out of Context, a comedy review podcast hosted by a weeb of the highest order alongside a cynical man who knows nothing about anime. Our show features spoilers, explicit language, and poor fact-checking. Neither of our hosts are experts on any topic and none of their opinions should be taken as fact. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Welcome to Anime Out of Context. You son of a bitch. The show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. Remington, what the fuck are you doing? My name is Remington Chase. I'm Sean Rollins. Sean, it is time to celebrate a few different things. First of all, it's that time of year again, April Fools! Rem, you've already had one this year! Yeah, but we can't have April Fools actually on April. We discussed this last time. Yeah, but couldn't you have done it... I don't know, wait, given it a year at least? No, of course not, Sean. But don't you worry, because we're celebrating two other things. First of all, we have hit 100,000 total downloads for the podcast. I think that's reason to celebrate, don't you? I guess. And finally, something very special. Sean, it was your birthday. Now, at the time that people are actually going to hear it, it'll be a little bit later, but I encourage everyone to send us emails, tweets, and Discord messages, all celebrating Sean. Sean's birthday. I don't like this. And as a gift, I figured I wasn't going to allow you to just keep working as hard as you do because you work hard, you put in good work, so you deserve a week off. I'd prefer to just work. Now, I just want to work. Let me work, please. It's all I have in my life. No, Sean, you, you deserve some leisure. And I want to be the one to give it to you because I am your friend, Sean. This is what you mean when you said I didn't have to worry immediately. Oh, now, no. last time April Fools rolled around, there was many people who said that I made you watch something that wasn't an anime. It was despite, fucking right earlier this year, but that's fine. Despite it being acclaimed as one of the best anime at all time. And I understand their concerns. They are angry about a live action sitcom. But this time, one, I'm definitely showing you an Two, I'm definitely showing you an anime that you like. In fact, it's one we both like, Sean. In fact, it's the official anime of the podcast. Are we watching Harry Potter? We're watching Harry Potter, Sean! Fuck, I can get behind this. Let's do it! See, I figured this is something we actually genuinely both like. We both enjoy Harry Potter. We both liked the books when we were younger. We grew up with Harry Potter. And, as we've said many times, Harry Potter is our favorite anime. Voldemort is my waifu. (laughs) And so I thought that I would give you uh, a nice little break and give you something that's actually genuinely good and rewarding. I, I I don't know what to say, Rem. I for sure thought you were going to go down a dark timeline again, as you have done in the past. I thought I was going to have to deal with something like fucking Pingu in the city or some shit. I still don't know what that is. Don't worry about it. <laughs> if we never come to it, I'll be a happy man. I'm still... All right, I want to ask, because normally I'm asking, but now I am telling. Now I'm the one who gets to share. Uh, and Sean, amazingly, we have gotten recommendations to do Harry Potter. I am aware of this, actually, which is kind of a weird thing when you think about it, considering, you know, we're an anime podcast, but then again, we're not professional, so fuck what we do. Just the the people who have uh, recommended it on the Discord, we have uh, Mythwing, Weedman Koichi, uh, Damon Rage, Anti-Chicken Boy, uh, let's see, uh, Dracula United, a uh, good good name, good name, uh, let's see. A partridge in a pear tree? Partridge in a pear tree. 
three. Uh, good old, good old quad. We got plenty of people who have strongly supported us doing it. And so I thought I would finally take the leap. And it was very interesting to, to research. First, I wanted to decide which one am I going to show you? Uh-oh. Are you, uh-oh? Well, the, the, here's the thing, Ram. If we're watching the movies, the movies have some severe problems. Th that they do, but they still hold a very fond place in my heart. Same, least. same. It's just that there's some things And that... I was very tempted to pull out another bullshit rule. And, and make say, me just watch the whole fucking watch series. Watch every movie. <laughs> I've done that. It's quite fun. I didn't do that. I would have handled it. Because I, I felt like it was too much of a time commitment for me. Oh, uh, <laughs> coward. <laughs> coward. <laughs> Lord of the Rings extended edition, all three in a row. Let's go, baby. I'll bring the rum. We already got close to that. And that was, oh boy. Uh, I had that in the back of my head and I was like, you know what? I should do it, but no. Uh, so it was, I was figuring out which one is the best, right? Uh, which one what is the best to show you? Because all of them have their different merits. Okay. Do you personally have a favorite, Sean? Uh, oh, that's a tough question. Uh, books and movies are two very separate things for me, but I feel like both the first and second movie are probably my favorites. Ooh, okay. Well, good news. What's that? I thought the first one would be the best one to do. Uh, I mean, hey, it's right. before number two. It is. It is, in fact, before number two. Uh, the first number of them all. And so well, I unless figured... you count zero. Oh, shit. Zero's kind of complicated, oh, though. Oh, no. We can't really talk about zero because it gets ex existential really quickly. If you want to hear about the existential nonsense of zero, then join into our side podcast, Mathematics Out of Context. <laughs> it's just math class <laughs> in general. Phi is my waifu. <laughs> <laughs> Real, real nice and, and mildly obscure number joke for all you math nerds. All right. Beta for life. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, but I figured there's no better place to start than the beginning. And for me, I'm all in personally on Harry Potter himself, Daniel Radcliffe. I forgot how young he looks in this movie. Oh, he is such just a round baby child. It's so adorable. Like Daniel Radcliffe now, he's got like facial hair. He's starring in all sorts of different movies. But then he's just so, he's like baby face. You just want to pick him up and hug him. He's so cute. Yeah, he, he definitely has that vulnerability sense to him and not exclusively but you know it, it's just so weird to see but he was always my personal favorite early on right uh out of curiosity sean i know this but since it's the episode what what house are you in oh i am very firmly a ravenclaw with a good flavor of slytherin for color but primarily ravenclaw that's fair i i have switched every single time i've taken the test so it's pretty down the middle right now i am a slytherin though it alternates from ravenclaw to slytherin so those those are our main two influences, which shouldn't surprise anybody. No, Let's no. Face if it. anybody listens to us, they'd be like, oh, yeah, I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're like, yeah, that that sounds about right for them. Like, because obviously we're not Hufflepuffs. Oh, no. We're Loyalty? Ha! <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're too massive dicks to be that, which means we could have been in Gryffindor, yeah. but we're also cowards, so it yeah. doesn't really work. <laughs> we we got ambition and knowledge. That's Those are the two things we got going for us, yeah. uh, maybe, sometimes. Sometimes we'll it depends. We, we make an anime <laughs> podcast. That's <laughs> yeah, the peak of ambition and scholarly learning. 
<laughs> oh, I learned something new every week about you, Remington. <laughs> about how deep my hatred can usually go. But this week is a good week. It is. It's I'm, a good boozle. I, I'm actually genuinely excited because last time I watched uh, the first Harry Potter movie was, well, it was only three months ago, but that's besides <laughs> the point. It, it, was, it was much longer for me before, of course, I had to do the research because I am a professional as well. Okay. Uh, but a few things like uh, immediately struck me that I was like, huh, because I haven't seen them since I was like nine. Yeah, because you just don't watch movies, Rem. I no, have to yeah. shove movies down your throat. Why do you think we have this podcast? <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of watching movies. And if I've seen it, then I'm probably not going to watch it again. So it was very interesting to to sort of uh, to rewatch it. And uh, especially with, with good old good old Danny Raddy. Uh, that, Danny that, Raddy, is that what he me, likes to me call and him? Daniel Radcliffe are close. We're tight. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, something like it, very weird things. First of all, uh, did you know? I, I figure out this is better than a synopsis because let's face it, uh, everyone knows the story of Harry Potter. Yeah. Uh, care to take a guess at how many times I've read the books, Rem? Uh, twice. <laughs> oh, that's that's a little low, Rem. Four times. Mm. You've read it more than four times. Yep. What the fuck, Sean? I love. I have a very strong connection to my childhood with that series. Uh, let me put it to you this way. Uh, let's let's not count the first time I read each book because you know they they were coming out when I was still a kid. You know. Space to space to space. Uh, by 2007, when I finished everything, let's call that my first run through. After that, I reread the entire series for each successive movie that came out until they were done. Oh, jeez. All right, so you you are uh, just a, a so professional a, on the matter. A minimum of eight times, uh, plus an additional three or four when I had I got the audio books, uh, which are very lovely uh, narrated and very entertaining. Uh, and if I run out of podcasts to listen to, or if I just want a change of color, I'll just throw those on because I'm bored. Uh, let's just say Lord. I might be a Harry Potter expert. Well, I mean, that is perfect for this episode then. Okay. That is exactly what we need. And so tell me tell me some things about Harry Potter. I want to know what you have found. All right, so the, these are just some very interesting things. Uh, first of all, apparently when it came out, was not wildly critically acclaimed. Uh, didn't get too high critically acclaimed. Actually, uh, I, it, was, it was not certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, which I find crazy. Which is is buck wild considering it's the most book accurate movie. Yeah, it, it's a solid movie. Uh, I also, something that was like very weird for me because I didn't remember it emphasizing this much, but like the romantic elements and like the couples elements throughout Harry Potter, like those were emphasized more than I remembered them being emphasized. In the movies? Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, they were emphasized to a certain extent, especially in the fifth book, but they at least had some uh, consequences in them and there was more time dedicated to them because the fifth book, while being the, lo- the largest of the books and having the most content was also probably one of the worst movies. Don't at me. Yeah, no, you you right, you right. Uh, Sean, I, I have a controversial question for you. Okay. Let, let, let's. Did you like, did you prefer Daniel Radcliffe's performance in Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings? <laughs> Oh, I've heard that joke a thousand times. It never gets old. Uh, ooh, that's a tough question, Ram. Uh, I would have to say probably Harry Potter due to the fact that Frodo's a bitch. <laughs> Sean, Sean, why, why are you laughing? Oh, no. Do, did you not? I don't understand, Sean. It's in Radcliffe in both movies, right? Oh, no. Uh, Ram, 
So I've made you watch Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah, yeah. You, I watched it with you. Daniel Radcliffe had had a fine performance as Frodo. Daniel Radcliffe was ten when those movies were made. Rem. Yeah, that's why he was the Hobbit. Wait a minute, are they different people? Rem, allow me to introduce you to Elijah Wood. Uh, he's not in any of the Harry Potter movies, but I'll tell you right now. I understand my mistake now. Yeah, Sean, I've made a mistake. What's your mistake, Rem? Well, I I wanted to watch Harry Potter with you, and and so I searched up. I, I tried to search up movies focusing on Daniel Radcliffe and so I could find the Harry Potter movies, but I apparently I instead was looking at Elijah Wood movies. So instead of preparing the wildly beloved by everyone Harry Potter movies, instead, today I've prepared for you the 0% on Rotten Tomatoes Elijah Wood movie All I Want Try 17. Oh no, there's been a misunderstanding, Sean. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> what? What's wrong? It, it was, happens to the best of us, Sean. I cannot believe I have a long-running podcast with you, you dumb piece of shit. <laughs> I, I got confused. It happens to everyone. Obviously, no. you know what? I wondered why it was 0% on Rotten Tomatoes and why the title was different. Thought it was the same guy. Thought it was all the same. Uh, huh. Well... <sighs> Would you like to hear about All I Want, Try 17, Sean? No, I don't want to. I just want to... Uh, remember my, my, my fancy necktie I made last week? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the, the good old uh, rope styling on it. I've added some spikes. <laughs> just right, to make so, sure I can't go back. So uh, I, I reckon not many people have heard of All I Want, Try 17. It, I it, have. It looks like a uh, vast majority of people... It came out around the same time as uh, the first Harry Potter, just a year after. Oh, oh uh, Elijah, it, my it's boy. It's uh, a romantic comedy. No, uh, it's not. <laughs> It, it stars it stars good old Elijah Wood as as our our young man Jones Dylan who is uh, seventeen. He has two first names. He does Jones Dylan. Uh, a, I mean Dylan Jones. I could have accepted. Yeah, that would I don't have been think way I can better. accept Jones Dylan. That's just don't like, worry. You'll hate more of it. I can barely accept our Dylan. So he's he's a young writer. He's living on his own, and he tries to go to college. It does not work out for him, unfortunately. So he ends up as he's writing letter letters to a father he's never met. He ends up at an apartment with all sorts of crazy figures and including uh, two that uh, he that really want to fuck him because he's a virgin. He's a 17-year-old virgin and they really want to bang him. Wait, and wait, 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 wait. It's bad being a virgin at 17? Since when? If you're Elijah Wood, it is. Fair point. And so uh, so they really want to bang him uh, as well as maybe the, another character, an older woman who definitely doesn't want to bang him but sort of definitely does want to bang him. Uh, what I'm saying is it's basically a harem anime, but lighter. It's a light harem anime, Sean. Um, uh-huh. And, uh, unfortunately, I, I, see, I, 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 this should have given it away. It is rated R, unfortunately. Oh, God. So that should have, that should have informed me that maybe I had the wrong one. I thought it was a little too raunchy for Harry Potter, but I just, it was the same guy, I thought, so. I wish I could have given you an entertaining reaction, Rem. I really do. But my soul just kind of left its body. <laughs> oh, no. No, I, I saw. If, if we were on video, then everyone would see your soul just just exit. It, it like it put on its cap, took it, all of its luggage. It's gone. It it took the first train to Timbuktu. It's out of here. It has no plans on coming back. The Dementors came and sucked it right out of me. Yeah. Um. I feel like I've been kissed. Well, 
I wanted, I really wanted to give you something good for your birthday, Sean, but uh, instead of giving what you what you wanted, I'm giving you all I want. So without further ado, let's go watch the not very critically acclaimed 2002 movie starring not Daniel Radcliffe. All I want, try 17. You piece of shit. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after watching the entirety of what I mistook as Harry Potter, that is Elijah Woods, All I Want, Try 17. How you feeling, Sean? I'll tell you what I'm feeling, Graham. I feel like I've had a life-changing uh, experience. Uh, I will never be the same. Uh, from now on, I will only listen to ska music. <laughs> uh, no rap, no rock, no metal only ska. Of course, as we learn uh, very early on from a character uh, poetically called Skinhead, uh, who only listens to, listens to ska and is unironically one of the best characters. <laughs> I would say the best character. I don't know. I don't know. I think there's one better than than Skinhead, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to him. We'll uh, get to him. This movie, Remington... You're a lazy piece of shit who didn't even do the research beforehand. This was technically a first viewing for you, too. <laughs> and my God, Remington, uh, when one of the best characters is called Skinhead, you know you've got a problem. You see, Sean, I feel like you're about to to rip this movie to shreds, uh, which may or may not be understandable. But as a counterpoint, Sean, I just wanted to share with you uh, just a, a handful of, of excerpts from some reviews from, oh, from no. IMDb, just so that the listeners, they can can get both sides of the coin, all right? For example, uh, TBA Andrea, she rated it 9 out of 10, said it was a good movie. Simply put, it was a good movie. It wasn't over the top. It wasn't overstated. There wasn't anything major motion picture about this movie. Uh, then we have, oh, we have Count Rugen's mom, who said, could not have enjoyed it more. Well, that's the truth. <laughs> You hit a certain point and then it's like, nope, can't get any better. You, you maxed the enjoyment out of it real quick. Uh, Claudio Carvalho rates it 7 out of 10. Uh, he says that it, it's reaching the maturity. He says it's very nuanced. Cypher J says it has respect and purpose. It's a very sensitive and original coming of age film. Uh, one of my favorites has to come from uh, SBLOMS. 10 out of 10 from them. They say it's a beautiful, heartfelt film. They say it's fresh. It's about one man's struggles as he travels along the bumpy path of growing up. Can't we all relate? And let me end it with uh, with Elijah J. Woodfan, who is in no way biased, rated it 9 out of 10. It's a beautiful betrayal of teenage pain. So all of these people adore it, Sean. It, it seems like it's a couple of their favorite movies. So just keep that in mind. You're going to be breaking a lot of hearts when you tear it apart. You know, it's a shame this is an auditory only program because the look on my face right now is a mixture of frustration, anger, and sheer contempt for my co-host. Uh, I, I, I have no idea why. I, I tried to show you the, the anime of the podcast, the one we love. It was an honest mistake, which I don't think anybody can fault me for. Sure, we were expecting Harry Potter, but I'd like to think that what we got was nearly as good. Wouldn't you agree, Sean? No. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I would not agree, Remington. In fact, I want to kill you more than ever at this point. All right, well, let's break it down bit by bit. First, what were your first impressions? We start the movie off, right? And and we get a shot of Elijah Wood, who's playing Jones Dylan. We actually see him go uh, going to college, right? I actually have a note about that. Oh, uh, perfect. Not about the opening of the movie. About his fucking name. Oh, <laughs> His name is Jones Dillon. Yes. I have a theory, Remington. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, uh, my theory is that uh, the writers, if you can call them that, <laughs> fucked up somewhere and forgot a comma. Because when they presented <laughs> the script to whoever was stupid enough to produce this, uh, they looked at it was like, oh, so what's the main character's name? Jones, comma, Dylan. Oh, okay, that makes sense. They forgot the comma. That's the issue. <laughs> so you think he's, instead he should be named Dylan Jones, which is a much more reasonable name than Jones Dylan. Jones is not a first name. <laughs> it is not. Joan, perfect first name. John, good first name. It's like mine, just a lot louder. Uh, Jones? No, 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 no. When I think Jones, you know what I think of? I think of Indiana Jones, and this has tainted that for me. <laughs> this has tainted that. Every time I watch T uh, Temple of Doom or Raiders of the Lost Ark, I'm going to look and be like, God damn it, Elijah. Just wait until you uh, you watch Lord of the Rings. Uh, it'll really hurt then. Uh, uh, so so we, have him, we have him go to school, and uh, then it's when he meets his, his room roommate as he's sort of getting accustomed to his dorm. That's part of the movie. Yeah, uh, his roommate is is Skinhead. They don't have a name. They're just Skinhead. I, I call him Scarman. Yeah, he's Scarman because his, his only meaningful line is telling Elijah Wood that he only listens to ska, no metal, no rap, no rock, no country. Uh, which is how we all want to live our lives, frankly. Clearly. And best character in the show. And for some reason, he just turns around and leaves. Yeah, yeah. Elijah Wood decides that it's not for him. On his way out, he he gets stopped, almost run over by this asshole driving a car with a girl with uh, basically an '80s hairdo. Not even a '90s, frankly. It's like it's it's a, it's early '90s. It's hairdo. like it's like those characters were on the set of Grease, <laughs> yeah. and then they actually got a bucket of grease thrown on them, and then lit on fire, put in a car, and were doing their best Stephen King bully impersonation. <laughs> yeah, uh, and and so they they bully poor little Elijah. They throw a cigarette at him. They laugh at him. Then uh, poor poor Elijah, he's just trying to figure his way. He decides he's just going to get an apartment. He's just, he's not going to deal with the dorm. He's going to drop out of school completely. Uh, he's just going to get an apartment set. Which he can do because apparently he just has $12,000. Yeah, he, he gets a little bit confused and gives uh, $12,000 uh, to, to the woman at the apartment because that's what it said on the lease. And so he just gives it all, all 12000 right there. Uh, she's a bit confused, but sure, why not? So is everybody who watches this movie. <laughs> so I'm taking that your first impressions were mixed, is how I'm receiving that. Mixed would be generous. <laughs> yes, Ska Man. I mean, Ska Man, that was fine. That was good. Although the weird thing about that entire interchange, and I've noticed it throughout the entire movie, is I don't think the editors know how to edit and have maybe seen two movies. Oh, yeah. What, what makes you think that? Well, because in his lovely little Ska-based monologue and throughout several parts in the movie, there's just random jump cuts all around the entire monologues and voice acting and all that other... Well, you call it acting. I can't really call it acting. <laughs> it was a stylistic decision. Decision, Sean. About as stylistic as frickin' our show, which is not very stylistic. <laughs> you, you've, you've offended uh, not not our listeners, not us, but only Dylan, who's our only sense of style and art in the entire show. <laughs> <laughs> Insert wacky sound effect here. <laughs> oh, God, you're giving him editing work. He's going to love you for that. <laughs> 
<laughs> prime art right here. We love you, uh, Dylan. You, you have tons of style, uh, just not with us. Uh, all right. So uh, through the apartment, uh, he, he gets all set up, right? Yeah. And that's when he learns about the different tenants that are in the apartment. Because this, because this show is about this apartment and the people who live in this apartment, Sean. Is it? I don't think I mean, it I, is. Sort of. Mm. What else is it about? <laughs> not really about anything, Remington. It's it's about, I'll be honest, it's about a 17-year-old virgin living in an apartment with other folks. That would be the summary. And you know what, Remington? I'm very disappointed by that. You know uh, why? Oh, oh, yeah? Because I was going to expect it to be just a smutty romp. <laughs> it, it, it was unfortunately uh, not not too smutty. This, it, is a, this is a rated R film, isn't it? It is a rated R film. The only thing that makes it rated R is there's more than one fuck in it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not talking about uh, intercourse. I'm just talking about the word. I mean, there were two times it got close. For example, we have good old Jones Dylan, and he has to I hate move it so much. <laughs> he has to move his furniture into the apartment, and so he goes to uh, to a character called Ma, and uh, Ma, her sons, uh, her sons are going to handle the you know, moving. We've got a perfect uh, visual description for you, Remington. Uh, <laughs> you already know what this uh, woman looks like. Oh yeah, uh, but just in case you're confused. Uh, think slutty Dolores Umbridge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which we're back to Harry Potter. It's perfect. Yeah. You see how I could get confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's slutty Umbridge, and she is much older than seventeen-year-old Elijah. Might say she's on the prowl. Yeah, and she's very flirtatious. Uh, and her sons, her big burly sons, they're not having it. Uh, Elijah, uh, multiple times, he will be writing letters or having dreams, and or having dreams, and there will be surreal, weird, crazy. Crazy moments yeah, that I happen. Want, I want to talk about that for yeah, a how, second. How do you feel about those surreal interludes? I hate it, Remington. I hated it so much. <laughs> I, I've i watched a lot of anime in my time. Yeah, yeah. This isn't an anime, so don't start with me. One of the most frustrating things for you and me is excessive flashbacks. Yeah. Flashbacks can be problematic. They can pop up randomly and you'd be like, I already know this. It's frustrating. And I get it. There are some times where it makes sense to do it. Like if it's something that happened at the beginning of the series and you're like halfway through the series or if it's like a very important moment for the situation or blah, 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 blah. Uh, But the problem is, is with these flashback-esque fantasies that just keep popping up randomly, there's no rhyme or reason for it. It's like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, but bad. (laughs) Well, Well, worse than Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. (laughs) Don't at me at that. It's it's, it's well. Awful. Well, Jones Dillon. He he's he's a writer. He wants to stretch his creative muscles. He wants to imagine an ideal life for himself. Just like he he reimagines when he was confronted by the the greasy grease bullies and they threw a, a cigarette at him. And then he pulls out a bazooka and blows them up. Just like th- that's what we all do. We may all do that, Remington. Mentally. <laughs> But we don't need to confuse our audience by suddenly cutting to the exact same scene and ending it completely differently than cutting back to the same guy a few minutes later for no goddamn reason. It was not meant to be there. I think it was supposed to be fun. You said this was a comedy, didn't you? Uh, a romantic comedy. And he had some decent laughs towards the beginning-ish. Scott, man, it was it. <laughs> 
That was it. Just because the sheer absurdity of the first thing a guy saying when he enters a room was, I don't, I only listen to ska. No rap, no country, no metal, no rock. Like real, in a real intimidating fashion yeah. too, which it's just great because it's ska. But b- back to the original point. So in, in one of these dreams, uh, he, he's met with Ma, who shows up at his house and uh, she, she she's on the prowl. And so she tries to initiate into course with the 17-year-old Elijah Wood, and they get quite close to it, and then her sons barge in and are ready to kill him, and then he wakes up, and then his furniture is being delivered. Yeah, which is very weird, because the way the to deliver the furniture, it would be like they saw his dream, because they were very angry at him for no goddamn reason. Yeah, yeah, you know, things happen, they're just angry men. Don't think about it, Sean. This isn't a thinking movie. This is, I'll be honest, I'm not sure what kind of movie this is, but I know it's not a thinking movie. I, clearly, <laughs> because nobody thought when making this movie. I feel like the person who did the most thinking was Elijah Wood, and all he was thinking was, oh God, why am I in this movie? <laughs> well, n- now that we've gotten a sort of uh, intro to it, let's let's dissect the characters a little bit more, shall we? All right, all right. So uh, f- first and, and foremost, we, we just talked about them, but what about uh, Ma and her boys? How do you feel about them? They're ensemble characters, but I, I think they had an impact. I am so uncomfortable. Comfortable, Remington. Fair, fair enough. That's a good summary of all yeah, of that. The boys were just freaking, uh, oh God, what's that movie? Uh, I just had it. I was going to make the joke at the beginning of the episode, but then I forgot. Are you looking for Harry Potter talking about Draco's goons? Fuck you. I am not talking about <laughs> Harry Potter. Not even close, although that wouldn't be, that is about how well they were represented in the movies, to be fair. <laughs> it's, it's true. Uh, no, no, no. I'm talking about what they reminded me of was, uh, we had a doozy of a day, you know, that movie. I got no idea. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. That's oh, what it was. Okay. That's what they looked like. Oh, Just you like know, totally shitty fair. knockoff Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Uh, and then you've got, you know, Slutty Dolores Umbridge with an extra Dolly Parton flavor. <laughs> yep, yep, uh, accurate. Which, ha. All right, so, so you don't approve of that. Them. What about uh, another sort of tangential character? What about Jones Dylan's mom, Blanche? <laughs> well, I'll sell. I'll tell you exactly how I feel about Blanche. <laughs> Blanche. <laughs> you know, good summary. Good summary. <laughs> Nobody should ever name their kids Blanche because one, all it means is white. Yep. Which not great. Uh, two, it's just a bad word. Considering it's a French word, uh, you'd think the language of love would have a bit more flair to it. But no, no, it's Blanche. Yeah, it's not great, and All, her character fit. Char- mm, character. <laughs> That's going a bit far, Remington. Uh, the mom character, who is never called mom, we only really know it's his mom because he's like, where's my dad? Yeah. Where's my dad? We, we got angsty Elijah Wood trying to figure out the story behind his dad, and he blames his mom, and he's trying to figure out the story from her. And, and his mom is just generic mid-40s rich woman. Yeah, that's accurate. That's accurate. Because, <laughs> uh, 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 and she's always being. <sighs> She's always talking to him on the phone. He always calls her to find out more about his dad the whole time, which I, mm, and they're just nothing but toxic to each other the whole time. And then near the end of the movie, she just shows up at his doorstep and things are okay. And then they're gone. Uh, we'll get to that, I'm sure. Well, I don't want to, but I'm sure we will. Let's get into uh, now the waifus. Because the, the, I mentioned it's a little bit of a harem anime. So we need to talk about the potential waifus. First, uh, we're introduced to Lisa. Lisa, a young aspiring actress 
this uh, a nice, pretty, flirtatious blonde girl. How'd you feel about Lisa, Sean? She was the most attractive person in the picture. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yep, accurate. I mean, for a rated R film, uh, it was very PG-13. Yep. Uh, the only the only other raunchy moment is with Lisa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought to myself, if it has to go rated R, at least it's this person. <laughs> That was the only positive thing I could think of. Uh, aside from that, she seemed to have the most personality of any of the characters, I guess. Aside from one we'll, I'm sure we'll get to. Oh, yeah. Uh, she was fine, I guess. She was very, uh, I did not hit her. I did not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. she, she's an, an aspiring actress. She gets close to Elijah Wood. He even comes, sees one of her shows that the audience hates because it's a, a weird period piece where she's trying to, trying to make love with her husband in the show who's a soldier that's lost both of their arms. I, I think they handled it decently because it was just as weird as I feel like it was supposed to be. I mean, except for the part where at the end the audience was laughing like it was the funniest fucking thing uh, on yeah, the face yeah, of the that, planet. That, that was deliberate. It was to show that the show was miserably failing at its goal. Except it was the fakest laughter I've ever heard. I would have rather heard a sitcom track. <laughs> Like, I feel like they took a sitcom track and then just edited it so that it sounded like it was coming from different people. It's like, ha, ha, ha. Just put it from a, in front of a crowd and they were like, there we go, it works. All right, uh, so so Lisa, you have uh, a bit of mixed feelings about it. And then she very suddenly leaves, like, she's the main girl for the first half. And then she disappears after they're about to have sex and she learns he's a virgin at 17 and she's outy. Which, hey, not a problem. <laughs> this was 2002, Sean. If you were still a virgin and you were... a we're 15. You're in trouble, allegedly. Media's weird sometimes, ain't it? Oh my god, I, don't, I could get into hours of conversation as to why this is a problem, and I'm so glad that media isn't doing this anymore. As but, much. As much. Uh, good media, let's say. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, which this is not, but uh, come on, guys, really? That's, that's, that's your main plot point? You're gonna stop? Like, the thing that really bothered me the most about this, if this had come up, like, beforehand, and you were the type of person that had a problem with it, you could talk about it, maybe ask their age to be certain. Uh, but they, at the point in the scene, it made no goddamn sense. Yeah, it, it was a little bit weirdly handled. She uh, was literally half naked on top of him and asked him if it was his first time. He said yes, and then she was immediately freaked out and disgusted and left, which makes no goddamn sense. Became drier than the Sahara in just three seconds. I mean, I, I get inexperience can be a problem, I suppose, but at the same time, that was wasn't her problem. Especially like earlier, they have a moment where it's obvious he's very inexperienced even kissing. Yeah. And she's totally fine with that. She's, in fact, she feels confident about it. Uh, but yeah, definitely, it, it's a bit weird. Uh, but you know, let, let's move on to waifu number two, Jane. She's the brooding, dark photographer who also has a generally Eastern European, maybe Germanic, maybe Slavic. It's a weird accent. Except when she doesn't. Yeah. Which was most of the movie. I don't know. She just occasionally ended her sentences with a weird, uh, like, accent like this. It was very strange and very disorientating, and I'm gonna get shanked if I don't mention this, but what the fuck was up with her hair, Remington? Uh, yeah, I mean, hair wasn't gra 
late early 2000s is the only answer I have for you. That, it's bad for even early 2000s. The the Grease rejects at the beginning of the movie had better hair than her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're, you're, you're not wrong. We're introduced to her when uh, Elijah Wood sees her from a distance and uh, he immediately is all in. And so he, he buys beer with uh, a sob story because he's only 17. Sob story and a fake ID. Which and they never say how he got the fake ID because this guy has about as much charisma as, well, your average barbarian, really. I mean, but did you see him talk to them all about his tragic illness? He's never known happiness. It was it was such a, a convincing con how, how charismatic and nuanced he was there. Shitty wisdom score plus a lucky roll, Remington. That's all it was. <laughs> You should know that because you have the shittiest wisdom score of all. <laughs> so he he buys some beer, and as he gets it, he notices that Jane is also arriving back at their apartment because they're just a couple doors away. And he, he follows her, and she thinks that he's stalking her. And so she comes into the house, closes the door, but of course he's also coming into the door, uh, and she maces him. She maces poor little Elijah. That's their first introduction. Well, uh, here, here's- Waifu number two. <laughs> This makes sense to an extent, I will say. Uh, the idea of someone who you ran into at a gas station who was being creepy, because let's be real, Elijah Wood is the creepiest fucking character in this whole movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is saying a lot. I mean, he's, considering... he's sort of a creepy dude. <laughs> He has a creepy face about him. Uh, hilariously, he's actually quite a big horror fan, believe it or not. I support it. I, li- yeah. I, I like Elijah. He got a creepy face. Yeah, I met him once at a convention. Really cool dude. <laughs> Talked to him about haunted houses and such. It was oh, really interesting. Uh, but that's not that's neither here nor there. I love Elijah Wood. Don't get me wrong. My issue was the fact that uh, their house setup is a refurbished house that's been refurbished into a bunch of apartments and yep. a big mansion-style house. She went into the house, the front door, uh, and rather than going to the the safety of her apartment where she could easily get in and lock the door. She shuts the door behind her and starts pounding on the next door neighbor's door, yep. waits for him to actually get inside the house, then maces him with the most unconvincing mace effect I've ever seen in my life. It wasn't great. It was basically just water in a pressurized can that she kind of sprayed near his face, not actually <laughs> at his face. And, uh, you know, on the ground acting. And then I'm just concerned, like, what was the decision process there? But it was immediately rectified by one thing and one thing only. Oh. The introduction of arguably the best character in this entire show, Bruce. Definitely not Bruce. It wasn't a Bruce? Nope. It was It was definitely a Brad. Brad. Yep. So, See, this show is so bad, I can't even remember my favorite character's name. Well, we'll, we'll get to him in, in just a moment, but first let's explore Jane just a, a little bit more. Because I don't she, want to. She becomes the main waifu of, of the second mm. half of the movie. That's um, like choosing Rey over Asuka. <laughs> and and so uh, they, they get a lot closer Closer, right? She's very standoffish in the first half, then gets a lot closer in the second half. Th- their chemistry is something. Uh, it w- I would describe it as noble. <laughs> uh, noble gas, to be specifically, because there was no chemistry whatsoever, no reactions whatsoever. It was driving me fucking insane. Yet for some reason, they were in love. Yeah. I, I don't well, get it. now we can talk about waifu number three, the best waifu, Brad. Brad is the best character in the show next to Ska Guy, sheerly for 
for the pure bizarreness of his character. Yeah, he's a cowboy painter who also fixes cars very well, and he loves shooting. He's he's he knows everything about everyone there because he's on the bottom floor, which it, normally would be quite creepy, but for some reason it worked for him. He's a very comforting dude. You know, he had a great performance. He had good lines. He played his part well. He could be in a better mood. Oh, absolutely. Uh, do you by chance know the actor's name? Did you look that up? Uh, it's Aaron Pearl. That doesn't sound familiar to me. Yeah, unfortunately, while while this movie was made uh, many, many years ago, he, he hasn't had a, a wildly successful career. He's been on a lot of stuff, but you probably aren't familiar with him. No? Anything I'd recognize? Oh, well, I mean, he was in Man of Steel. Oh, His that's role not good. was Bar Buddy. You know what? I think I remember him. <laughs> <laughs> he was also in Godzilla as an evacuation worker. Okay. Yeah, okay. see, it starting to all make sense. Uh, he deserves better. He deserves yeah. much more. And the other thing, he was gay. That was another thing that popped up. Uh, yeah, I think, I mean. Maybe. He might have been bisexual. We don't know. Yeah, uh, he's the best waifu. Uh, like, uh, we all wanted Jones to end up with Brad. <laughs> it would have been the best thing for him. It would have been so much more interesting. Because uh, he was just a very strange man who knew everything and yet nothing it was yeah it and was, there's a really weird like shooting scene with them that's uh, funny even though it's not supposed to be yeah it, which is i um, which is this movie in a nutshell yeah I, I i honestly can't tell where the jokes are supposed to be and when they're not it was a little difficult to tell it this is the kind of movie where i am sincerely unsure by how self-aware they are or not because obviously they're indie so they to a certain degree know their limitations but Sometimes they blur that line, and I don't know if they're in on the joke we're laughing at or if they have no idea. Because, quite frankly, I have no idea. And I'll be honest, indie, not a good excuse. Yeah, not not a, a great one. I've it seen some amazing indie films, and not just recently, but from these time periods as well. But that usually indie means that people care a lot more about their production values. Yeah, and that, that wasn't the case. So within the story, after Lisa abandons Jones... And it, it's just so, so emotional, so heart-wrenching for all of us. Then he we gets... We didn't get to see one pair of boobies. <laughs> we did Very sad. <laughs> uh, so then it moves on. He moves on to f the photographer, Jane. Nice, dark, and brooding. They have an incident where uh, she's drinking and driving. That's not why they crashed, because they crash. That's not why. But it really should have been emphasized more. Like, they really brought it into frame out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, they're talking. just talking in the car, driving at night, then out of nowhere, brown paper bag bottle. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Hold the fucking phone. Why is that? Wait, wait, what? So then they get in a car accident, but it's not the, the alcohol's fault. It's the deer's fault. Though also, everyone, don't drink and drive. Just don't do it. I mean. Don't do it. Like, if this movie was trying to be a PSA for that, it did so bad. <laughs> And and so she ends up in the hospital with with a messed up leg. He hurts his arm. A oh, little and a bit. little bit, a little bit of uh, stippling. Oh on yeah, her. yeah, yeah. She she has a a very very realistic wound on her face. It looks like somebody dipped a uh, stippling uh, sponge in like some red paint and just kind of dabbed her forehead once and be like, yeah, that looks like a bruise. <laughs> and and so uh, through this, we're, we start to be introduced to a new character, this guy, Steve. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Steve. Steve is a very important character. You see, he is an ex of Jane. He's a bad boy, right? It's just He's... Dylan if he was to go down a wrong path. <laughs> You're welcome, Dylan. 
Like, if Dylan had been born, like, ten years earlier, and rather than turning into the lovable, weird guy he is now, he went full on, you mess with my girl, I mess with you, punk. Dylan, you should you should be so offended. Dylan, fortunately, didn't have to watch this, but I, I want him to feel offended when he's editing this, because he should be. So, we, we have Steve. Oh, it's okay, Remington, I'll offend you, too. You were basically Elijah Wood this whole movie. <laughs> Because uh, a lot of the things said about him, I was like, hmm, that could apply to Remington. Oh, I wish I was I was that naive and adorable. And and so we Steve visits Jane in the hospital. It, we also learn about Steve's past and turns out, whoa there, he's an asshole. What a surprise. What a shock. What a bit of nuance. The guy wearing a leather jacket who talks like this and has a guitar is an asshole I never would have expected. Yeah, so uh, Elijah's sad about this because, and he, he blatantly said, says this he Elijah when talking to Jane talks about how he is such a nice guy and maybe maybe if he were an asshole he'd have a better chance with her these are genuine thoughts that that he provides in the movie unironically Kirito had better character development. I don't know if I go that far, but it's close. It is. Elijah Wood, I've learned, would play a damn good Kirito, which is not a compliment. Sorry, Elijah. Circa 2002, Elijah Wood, probably. I, yeah, yeah, I have yeah. a lot of respect He's for grown. Elijah Wood it, now. It has been 17 years. <laughs> I... Uh... I'm just so upset, Ruffington. And, and so eventually Jane decides that she's going to end up moving to New York City, moving in with Steve, right? And uh, of course she asks Elijah to to drive her there. And so he, he does, drives her a brand new refurbished car that they fixed while she was in the hospital. After she said some horrible fucking things to him. Don't worry about it, After Sean. she basically was leading him along and then friend zone him after the accident, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and yet he still felt the need to take his old buddy Brad and help f- spruce up the car, which, come on, man, Brad's right there. He's waiting for you. <laughs> yeah, uh, he should have gotten with Brad, but unfortunately he didn't. He talked with Brad uh, about all this. Didn't didn't come to anything, unfortunately. Very sad. Uh, on, on their way to the city, though, they stopped by a hotel, Sean, and oh boy, we, we get them both in a bed. Things are about to happen, and we get a, a very sensuous fade to black. Mm. Oh boy, that was a nice, nice, sexy, romantic fade to black. I find serial mascots to be more appealing. (laughs) I love a man in uniform. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh... And it... I mean, it didn't come out of nowhere necessarily. What do you mean it didn't come out of nowhere necessarily? What do you mean? (laughs) This whole time she's been like, no, 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 no. You're my friend. You're doing this as a friend. I get it, but you're a friend. And then she climbs into his bed as they're going to bed in two separate beds, by the way. uh, And whispers in his ear, this isn't happening. Which is a terrible thing to say to initiate sex. Uh, Though it is also how she... And I met. It is so. true. <laughs> I, I walked up right behind him in the halls of our high school. This is not happening. Bit his ear a little bit, <laughs> blew in it all sensual like. Uh, after I got out of the uh, jail cell, yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. 
it's just bad. It's stupid. It's horrible. And then just out of nowhere, she does the deed. And there's only one reason I can think of. Oh? Uh, because she was horny. <laughs> and he's a teenager. And horny teenagers have a hard time saying no. I mean, that's fair. Which is such a bad thing to propagate. But they did. And I, what is supposed to be the central conflict of this movie, if you could call it that, is that he is an inexper- inexperienced child, a virgin, whatever. And the way that gets resolved is by far the laziest and the worst way they could have done it. The only thing worse could have been something that was borderline, or rather not borderline, extremely offensive to a variety of people. And quite frankly, this was offensive to me. I mean, it should also be noted so we don't have double standards. He is technically underage, and so definitely not okay. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not okay. We've had this stance before, and now that it's live action and a man, the rules still apply. Yeah, like he is a seventeen-year-old boy, and she she was nearly thirty at the time. Are you kidding me? She was easily in her mid thirties. <laughs> Uh, her, her exact age, I think, was around 28 or so. Uh, actress or character? Actress, actress. Character might be a little bit older. Character, much older. <laughs> much older. Uh, and, and so uh, they, they have that moment, and then he he drives her to, to Steve's place, and uh, Steve, Steve gets there, and then Elijah gets a moment of courage and says, you don't have to do this. Uh, and he tries to stop her. He tries to stop her. After having driven the whole way, this is a conversation that maybe should have happened earlier, but it's happening now, and it's so, so heartfelt and emotional and, and, and intense right there, right there with Steve and Jane and Elijah. It's about as intense as watching snails race, Remington. Oh man, the, the emotions involved, Sean. What emotions? This is pre-Lord of the Rings, Elijah Wood. <laughs> the investment you have in the characters up to this point. My oh, man. investment is I want to go home and I was already home. We watched this yeah. in my home and I wanted to leave. Yeah, yeah, it, it ends up like there's, a not-so-fight scene. She gets punched in the face and later has a black eye that does not look like a black eye. It looks like someone took, you know, some, like, purple mascara and just kind of smeared it about where a black <laughs> yeah. eye should be. Then Jane, like, hits Steve with a, a crutch. She talks to... Very half-assed, might I yeah, add. No, yeah, it it was... Was, and no emotion in the voice either. It wasn't like a, stop it, stop it, stop it. It was like a, stop. <laughs> yeah. With a little bit of a, eh. Real dramatic. And and then they, they have a conversation in the car with Steve just chilling outside. Don't worry, Steve gone now and she's essentially like i i'm not gonna leave I, i'm gonna kiss you goodbye you can have my car also is a thing yeah which first of all kissing him goodbye is the worst thing you could have done <laughs> second of all you just gave him a car which which then he does the stupidest fucking thing on the face of the planet he takes it to a bad part of town and waits for people to tear it apart and scrap it. Yeah, yeah, and then he gets a taxi home. It's- which is ridiculous, because I think I think the majority of this is set in Delaware, which is fairly far from New York. It, it was it was real weird, real weird. Um, there was also, we sort of skipped out on it. They, they, res- they resolved the subplot with his mom and figuring out about his dad. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, it, really, it, oh, it really doesn't. I will say one thing. We find out the reason his dad left, which he's been brooding about this whole movie. The only thing he's ever actually cared about, aside yep, from yep. getting his dick wet. Yep. Uh, literally, word for word, he left one day when he uh, to get a pack of cigarettes, and it never came home. <laughs> word for fucking word. A really fresh take on the genre, I would say. And, and the only way they could have done it more stereotypically is if. Excuse me. <laughs> That's the stereotype, isn't it? <laughs> That's going to be cut out. Fuck! 
Cut that out! Cut that out, Dylan! Cut it! Cut it, Dylan! See? This is how frustrated this movie has made me. So, so yeah, it turns out that the, the dad couldn't take the, the mother being pregnant, so he left, and it doesn't matter. None of it matters. How it ends, uh, Lisa, the actress, she gets apart, she leaves. So uh, now it's just Elijah and Brad. But then, then to finish it off, Elijah, Elijah has, has a heart-to-heart with himself, right? He, he really figures out the real Jones Dylan. And so he, he puts his typewriter back in the box, right? He, he's, he's a new man. And then in the climactic final scenes, he goes back to school, back to his dorm where Ska Man Skinhead is. And he proceeds to be the biggest dick on the face of the planet. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because, okay, yes, he was a little rough, Ska Man. He was just a little rough at the beginning, very Stephen King bully-esque, yep, yep. which is fine. Uh, I don't know why he harbored this much resentment several months later. He goes back. The guy's just sitting there enjoying himself, ripping a bong. He's like, oh, where have you been, man? You want a hit? Yeah, he offers a hit. And then Elijah responds by handcuffing him to the bed and then finding the country station and forcing him to be captive and listening to country. Which is a fate worse than death. It's a real dick move there, Jones Dillon. Which he didn't deserve. The guy did not deserve that. Like, if anything, the fact that he was like, oh, it's been a while. Where have you been? Would you like Would you like some of this? Yeah, like he was chill. Maybe he just needed to smoke up some, and then he's a great chill roommate. Yeah. But Elijah wasn't willing to bear any of that. So then Elijah goes outside. What do you know? He's nearly run over by the same blue car with the same greasy grease heads. Uh, and But now Elijah. Elijah has a cigarette in his hand this time, Sean. Yeah, because in the span of the beginning of this movie to the end, he picks up a smoking habit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, they they try and alcoholism. To, they try to present him. Yeah, oh yeah, he he gets a lot of bad habits that just aren't really addressed. So now he flicks the cigarette at the asshole grease ball, and then he goes around the car and makes out with the girl, which is sexual assault. Yeah, it's not okay. It is the worst. I, why why does that suddenly seem like a cool thing to do? They sort of present him as like now he's so cool, and he's like, "Don't change your hair up, babe," and she screams and she's freaked out. And then he rides a motorcycle away that we have never seen him with. They only casually mentioned it. It was in Brad's room at one yeah, point. Yeah, So I have to assume either Brad was a really kind and generous person and gave him the motorcycle. I, I, I believe it was it was Brad's lovers. Yes, yes. Yeah. Or he fucking stole it. Yeah. It, either way, could have been the option. Yeah, and so he's, he's motorcycling away off into the sunset, but then in the final moments, oh, wouldn't you know, he, he runs out of, of gas in this intense moment, but a car drives up, and in that car, it's Jane! Which, what are the fucking chances? Seriously. Okay, based on the license plate, it says they were in Kansas at the time, which doesn't make any sense, because that's nowhere near Delaware. I have that written down, just to be safe. Uh, yeah. And she pulls up along the side of the road in this dirt farm-ass road. <laughs> In a car, uh, perfectly all right. We have no idea how much time has passed. Uh, and was like, oh, what happened to your bike? Get in. And then she, he gets in, they make out, and they literally drive off into the sunset. You know, Sean, I, I have a personal... First of all, we can we can both agree that the ending um, ha- had had some, some flaws. Some? Ha- had a handful of errors about it. A handful, huh? Just, just a, a small portion of significant mistakes. Mistakes like that are what got us our current president, Remington. <laughs> 
Oh, don't worry. Read the news. Uh, shit's hitting the fan real big. Oh, yeah. It's actually kind of exciting and also very scary. <laughs> we live in a terrifying time, ladies and gentlemen. What we're saying is that Elijah Wood is responsible for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Elijah. But here's Whoa. my here's my hypothesis, Sean. My little my little theory about all I want try seventeen. What if I'm about to blow your mind because I know how invested you are into this story? Oh sure, yeah. What if the whole ending, as soon as it starts with him putting away the typewriter, is all just another letter, another surreal dream, Sean? I would be okay with that if we had any confirmation. The only <laughs> the only reason I would be okay with that was because at the very beginning of the movie, I was watching his demeanor and I was like, "This is gonna be a wild Remington style guess," but maybe he's gonna kill himself <laughs> and maybe that's like his afterlife v- vision thing it was either gonna be him or you frankly yeah no i was about there <laughs> you the only reason i didn't was because you strapped me to the chair so i overall i i take it that you 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 weren't a fan of all i want tricep remington this movie was rated zero percent on rotten tomatoes and i have something really really harsh to say about that yeah i don't think it was a zero percent movie oh no no i mean i've seen some bad movies in my time this is easily high on that list i don't think it's a zero percent movie i would give it maybe at most five (laughs) percent purely because i actually had two things i enjoyed at the very least ironically yep and uh, you know it wasn't the it wasn't the ugliest thing on the face of the planet and here's what i'm gonna say that's Mm. far more controversial i think it's better than possibly most of the anime that you've showed me At least a quarter, maybe a half. Okay, that's taking it a step way too far. In fact, you just shot Archduke Franz Ferdinand. That's how far this step oh, took. No. So, so Sean, do you have do you have any final thoughts about All I Want? Try seventeen. Don't. Just don't. <laughs> I've seen better plots in pornography. <laughs> I've seen better acting in pornography, and I have not seen much pornography. <laughs> well, I mean, well, I, uh, raise your hand in the audience if you believe that one. <laughs> <laughs> Pot meat kettle. Uh, <laughs> And honestly, Rem, yeah, not a 0%, but there's no reason ever to watch this. Maybe watch the first five minutes for Ska Guy and maybe watch like little snippets of A Brad, Brad compilation. Yeah, a Brad compilation. It might exist. It might not. Uh, and just spare yourself the anger and frustration that I'm going through because I like watching bad movies as much as the next guy, but this was not a fun kind of bad. This was a, a slog of bad ideas smashed into a potpourri of disgusting stereotypical bullshit that I had one or two pleasant flavors in the shape of Brad and Scawman. Well, with that said, I just have one final question for you. Fuck Sean. you, Remington. Do you want to Fuck watch you, more Remington. Harry Potter with me, buddy? <laughs> so you're trying to trick me. You're trying to get me to say something I don't want to say. I've caught on to your boy. I've lost about 20 IQ points because of this movie, but I ain't fallen for that. I ain't fallen for it. I would love to see the lovely films of Harry Potter with you sometime. Maybe we'll even do an episode of it on this podcast. Because, quite frankly, you shouldn't feel bad that you lied to me, Remington. You should feel bad about how you lied to everybody who listens to us. Ah, you know I don't, Sean. I know you don't. And retribution is coming, Remington. You know I'm a vindictive son of a bitch, and I'm going to get you back for this. (laughs) 
So no, Remington, I do not want to see this Elijah Wood film ever again. I never want to hear mention of it ever again, but we probably will because, you know, that's how the internet works and this is going to be forever on the internet. And when people talk to me, they're going to be like, oh man, uh, you know, I really enjoy your anime show, but you know what was the best? When you guys talk about Cory in the house and other shitty movies. <laughs> that's all people are going to talk to me about. <laughs> it's going to be great. And I'm going to cry because that's all I'll have left. Well, I think that that takes the cake. We'll leave it there. If you enjoyed us talking about wizardry and waifus, then feel free to leave a review, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, or if you really enjoyed, word of mouth is the best way that you can help us grow. And if you want to correct any mistakes or have any questions, comments, or concerns, then please send us an email at animeoutofcontext at gmail.com, or you can add us at Twitter, AnimeConPod. Please, please, please save me from this madness. (laughs) (laughs) And thanks so much for watching, guys. As always, don't fuck your sister. (laughs) There we go.